The Son of Neptune, Chapter 49, Percy. Four hours. That's how long it took the fastest horse on the planet to get from Alaska to San Francisco Bay, heading straight over the water and down Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Four hours later. That's like really difficult for me, guys. I don't understand why. (laughs) (laughs) I really got the giggles from that. Uh, Neve and Ava. Excuse? (laughs) I almost called you the name of one of our roommates. Oh, the other one. The other one that starts with an A. Yeah. Um, Who's been on this podcast? I don't know why I was protecting her identity. (laughs) It's Allison. It's Allison. Um, Uh... Neva, Ava, how are we doing this week? Welcome <laughs> to Squidward's Tequila. I'm doing good. I had to. Uh, we off. just got out of spring break, which is which was nice. I didn't do any work and saw Broadway shows, so that was fun. I saw Company, and it was really good. Isn't it so? <laughs> it was really good. We'll discuss later. Yeah, um, and the play that goes wrong with Brayden. So that and Elizabeth, just in case she ever listens to this, could you run? She won't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a very fun break. It was like just the right amount of relaxing without being like boring, you know. Um, and yeah, I didn't bring enough clothes home though, so I was I was a chronic outfit repeater or wearing like my sixth grade camp shirt because <laughs> I did not bring nearly enough clothes home with me. That's funny. I was kind of the opposite. I brought like too many clothes home. Um, and so I had, like, two giant Ikea bags, like, lo- walking, like, hobbling in. Um, I watched most of season four of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, because I'm getting caught up, and I'm fucking obsessed with this season. It's so good. Um, Rose Wiseman is everything to me. I love her. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh! Um, that was so loud, I'm sorry. I saw an opera for the first time ever, which is crazy because you'd think that, like, me being me, you'd think that, like, I I would have seen an opera before. It just makes sense. But... You look like you'd seen an opera. Mm -hmm. I know, I know. And I own it. Um, But no, this is actually the first one I'd seen. Um, And my friend and I um, got $25 student rush tickets, um, and we went this past Monday to see Cozy Fantute, which was really, really fun. Um, and it was really, really well done. Um, and I'm going to walk into my voice lesson tomorrow and beg my voice teacher to, like, let me do an aria from that opera because I'm obsessed with Despina's aria in Act 2. Anyway. Um, it was good. I also saw, uh, like, another, oh my god, I saw this, like, regional local show that every bitch in my state is obsessed with right now. A, like, theater person. Um, it's called AD16. It's incredible. It's, like, about... Like, when Mary Magdalene was, like, like a teenager, and she, like, moved to Nazareth with her father, and it's, like, this, like, jazz funk show, uh, and it's, oh my god, it's so fucking cool. Um, yeah, so if that ever transfers to, like, a, like, a bigger, or, like, a more regional stage, everyone please go see it, because I thought it was incredible. Um, I could talk about it forever. How about you, Brayden? I'm good. Um, I worked throughout break... So that was 
mostly that, doing a bunch of interviews for that. Um, I also saw the play that goes wrong with Neve, and that was very fun. That was very good. Um, what else? There was something that I oh I watched the movie Three Months uh, with Troy Sivan, um, and it was so good. Uh, I can't. I'm trying to think of the name of the director. I couldn't. Think, can't think of it fast enough. Um, but he did an interview on on Las Culturistas, and I. Um, it was like, oh, so I'll check it out. And then it was so good. I also watched Scream. I was catching up on my movies. So I also watched the new Scream, which was also very good. Oh. And I finished the second season of The Boys um, three years later. Um, because they're now coming. Season three is coming out in June. Um, so it was a big catch up time for me. Um, yeah, it's mostly been chill, relaxing before um, that second half of spring semester is literal hell on so fucking busy. earth. Yeah. I literally, the entire time that as we, cause we're back on campus now, but as we approached getting back on campus, I was like, I am so excited to go back to campus, but not at all prepared for how much work is going to befall me upon like entering back on campus. I was like, I'm going to recharge. Girl, no. You're going to go and you're going to watch Black Widow and then you're going to come back. Like, that's literally what happened. Yeah, I also watched Black Widow. I just wanted to slip that in there. Um, it's very good. Like, very good. Like, I don't know why people were saying it wasn't that good. Because for me, personally, it was tied with my holy trinity of Marvel movies, which are Captain America Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, and Black Panther. Um, Black Widow, to me is equivalent to those three. I gave them all a 9.5 out of 10 in my notes app. So, I loved it. Something is just very funny about, like, how Neve has had to deal with this every episode. <laughs> listening to Marvel and, like... Hasn't... We recorded most of the episodes this season in January and it is now March and she's still hearing about Ava's okay. watching the Marvel movies for the first time. It's okay. Um, I'll deal with it. I and also, I will not crack. I simply cannot watch all those movies. They're good. Why not? There's so many, Ava. Yeah, that makes, this is what makes it fun. Maybe this summer. I applied for a job while I was at um, home, like a waitressing job at like the busiest restaurant in the town next to me. Tips. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, tips. tips. <laughs> so I'm hoping I get it, and then I'll have a, like a lot of time during the summer on the days. Because yeah. I'll just be working every night. That's sick. But I hope I get it. I would like money. That's my... The internship that I'm doing this summer is unpaid. Mm. Yeah. But it's virtual, so it's not exactly like I'm paying anything to do it. Yeah. So. Um, anyways, welcome back to Return to Camp Outlet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week, we are discussing uh, the Lost Hero chapters. Nope. No. Oh my god. Son of Neptune. Yep. Girl, we're at the last We're chapter. at the last chapter. See, we're almost done with it. Um, we're at the the last four chapters <laughs> of <laughs> the Son of Neptune chapters 49 to 52 through the theme of defense. Um, Against the dark And I think I'm I'm doing the the summary. It's like I believe so. All right. Would someone like to time me? My phone is dead. Sure. I was um. When I was driving back up to school, I was listening to the audiobook of um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. And so now every time someone says defense, I go, against the dark arts. Because that's how I feel. 
<laughs> I weirdly had some similar, um, like, emotional responses to listening to these four chapters that I do. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Are you ready? Very definitely. Yes. One, two, three, go. Okay, they get back. Horse ran very fast. Um, and... They're all dying, but then Tyson's there, and he's in love with the chicken. Um, and yeah. then they they run down the hill, and Mrs. O'Leary pulls a chariot. They look a little 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 crazy. Um, they defeat the giants, and everything is good um, because he makes poison. But he throws Terminus's head at him, um, and then uh, they all live happily ever after. But then uh, they find out that Annabeth is coming, and Percy's like, "Annabeth is coming," but uh, the Romans might kill them when they arrive. Um, and that's mostly it. Oh, oh, the Amazons, the Amazons. That's so important. The Amazons come. Ooh, it, uh, oh, not the not my alarm sound. Yeah, deep sleeper. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's it's okay. It just was. I woke up for a no, second. That is your alarm sound. I do know that. <laughs> My apologies, but that was a good. That was a, no. That was very sorry. detailed. I could not have done that. Thank you. It was a little out of order. I also already started reading the beginning of Mark of Athena because I got excited. So I was like trying <laughs> to be like they overlap. So I was like I don't know where it ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What are the songs that we chose for this week? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm still Bye. No By Adele? No. <laughs> oh my god. I love that song, but no. Um God that no, that song is so good. I am breaking our streak, guys. I'm sorry. Okay, if you don't want me to, I won't. No, I feel like you might have to. Okay. It's very impressive that we made it this long. Right, it is. And, like, here's the thing. Like, I was thinking for so long. Like, I got to the point where I was like, do I do, like, a funny song? Do I do Pitbull's Fireball? Do I do something of that nature? (laughs) And then I realized, um, no. Like, despite my attempts to, like, make songs, like, even it up by heart work, there is nothing that matches these chapters quite as well as Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift. Fair. Yeah, it was between that one and this is why we can't have nice things. But also, it's like they never had a good relationship with Hulubities. So, like, what you made me do just makes the most sense to me. Um, yeah, yeah. It just, it's so self explanatory. Yeah. Neve? Can you go first? <laughs> Yes, I can. I okay. just uh, don't remember what my song was because I added it to the playlist to remember it, but I think I accidentally added it to the Lost Hero playlist. Uh-oh. You really uh, had Lost Hero on the brain. I really had Lost Hero on the brain. Um, oh no, I I literally have it. Where, where did it go? I have a song. I can't think... Of, has a song. <laughs> I have a song to sing. <laughs> I have a story to tell. <laughs> I am stalling. Well, because, oh, okay. okay. Yes, that's what it is. Um, my song is Come Together by the Beatles. That's oh, hilarious. Wow. Come together. Right now. 
I think it's like a really interesting um battle like battle scene song. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kinda cool actually. Like if you think of it like slightly slow motion. Yeah. That would be cool. Actually now that I'm like picturing And you know me. Yeah. And the claps are like a slashes to the face. Do do do. Yeah. Um, you, me. (laughs) (laughs) So, for some reason, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast because I feel like I've mentioned it to someone, but I don't remember who it was. Cryptic. Okay. Um, for some reason, my quarter life crisis, even though I'm not 25, has been. I've just been listening a lot to the um, Folia Do album by Fall Out Boy. Oh, it was me. You mentioned that to me. Okay. It's just like an album from 2008. And it feels like so nostalgic and like making me think about my life. I've just been listening to like almost exclusively that recently. Mm. Which is embarrassing. But, <laughs> but that's okay. All of the songs on this album, honestly, would be the coolest fight songs ever mm-hmm. like the, it's a good album I'm, I'm gonna defend it it's a good album um so i think the one that i'm gonna go with today is coffees for closers which is my favorite thing about follow-up boy songs is that the lyrics don't make any sense yes. so i never pick them i would never pick a follow-up boy song because like the lyrics line up with, with the themes like until like 2014, they did not start making music with lyrics that like lined up to sensical things. No, let's talk about but the vibe of the song, very good fight song, and also like something that I could see like the this of this book as a movie, like Percy being like, "Let's go meet them," and then the end of the movie, then this would be the song, you know? Yeah. For the cliffhanger. So that's my justification. Yeah. All right. Amazing. Thank you. All right. What are our favorite moments? A lot. Good chapters. Good chapters. They were really good. I loved, uh, oh my god. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, our roommate just audibly laughed. Um, No, it was a sneeze. (laughs) Oh, but she laughed at me. (laughs) Who sneezed? Probably Allison. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I don't know. We can ask later. Um, (laughs) But um, I, first of all, loved Hilla's entrance. Second of all, I loved Reyna's re-entrance. I loved, like, I loved how it was written, or maybe I, like, made it up because I'm a Reyna stan, but, like, how she, like, swooped down, um, and they made it look so, or sound so majestic, and, um, no, it was so sick. I loved it. It was epic. Thank you. What's our theme again this week? Defense. Defense against the Dark Arts. Okay, then I can talk about this now. Because I feel like it's not necessarily something to do with the theme. The whole way that Percy wraps into this plot structure, like the whole like dream sequence with Hera slash weird Juno. No, it was so, so good. Good, because it was like good like him like Hera being like you're. I'm just gonna say Hera. Sorry. Yep. Um, <laughs> like you're a loose cannon. Like we can't trust you. And he was like, then why did you pick me if I'm such a loose cannon? And her being like, you're just too loyal to your friends. Like, you'd be the glue that holds them all together. Like, yes. 
Of course. It's just like genius. Just like thinking back to like how the whole one of the big journeys in the original series was that his fatal flaw was being too was being loyal to his too loyal to his friends and like would do anything to protect his friends and that that's his fatal flaw. Having his fatal flaw be used to for like gain for good. Yeah. You know? Because his insane loyalty to his friends would be the reason that the two groups would be able to like meld. Mm. It's so interesting. I love that. It is the way that Rick structures the seven actually works very well where they all kind of have a point and a purpose. Yeah. I and then but like they and then they also at the same time some of their purposes come at different times. That's what we get to see with Leo because like <gasps> his big thing was that like he was important in the beginning but then he kind of like it's I, mm-hmm. Leo's arc is very interesting and not like delved into a lot. Yeah. Like uh, in the next books, but like it's all all of them like have an important and specific role and like that's why like Nico's not part part of the mm-hmm. seven or like things like that and that's very interesting. Yeah. Um I Actually, I'm going to save that favorite moment until the theme cuz I I just have a thing to say. I just I liked all of it. Um It was very good. It was just a really, really well-written battle. I agree with that. And I'll talk about that more when we talk about the theme because yeah. I feel like that's <laughs> appropriate. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also just like the ending of it where it's like they're all the the party was fun for me. I don't know why. No, like, I they yeah. did them all on the chat like the the Shelong. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I also look at this, like, I remember finishing this book when I was a kid and being like, they're not even going to fucking interact. Like, that. Like I made it through this whole book, like, and then Percy and Annabeth don't even interact because I was reading these when they were, like, coming out, <laughs> like, yeah. actively, so I knew I had to wait, like, another year for the next book to come oh, out, and I was like, what the hell? Did you start Mark of Athena? I finished part of it. Okay, I wasn't sure where you I didn't get past it. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we're going to be in some territory soon. After yeah, a whole, after a whole, a whole book. book. Mm-hmm. But you, like, had, like, you knew the beginning of this book. You don't know anything about Mark of Athena, right? Yeah, I know nothing about Mark of Athena. That's so exciting. Yeah. Mark of Athena is one of the, the best books. Mark of Athena and House of Hades are, like, I the two best Percy Jackson tell. books. I was going to say, I can just tell that Mark of Athena is going to be my bitch. Like, from the cover. The color scheme, obsessed. I, I mean, we'll talk about this Owl. probably when we talk about the Mark of Owl. Athena, but that Mark of Athena cover, the OG cover. It's so good. It's so I, with the fucking owl I, eyes and they're I like... I have it in my room right now. I'm so ready. It's great. Oh, I also loved um, Leo's little telegram. Yeah, that was and Yeah. Happy. I love him. He's great. All right. We will take a break and then we'll be back to talk about the theme of defense. Whoa, 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 oh yeah. That was Welcome stupid. back. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to be like, what the hell was that? Welcome play. back from our break. Hi guys. Yeah, that was our transition music. It was, if you can tell. We actually do all do collegiate acapella. Ooh. But we don't sound like this all the time. Actually, I should have kept that. No, to ourselves. I think it's actually an important thing to know about us. No, I actually, actually think that con- contextualizes a lot. We're going to get hate messages. <laughs> From me. <laughs> um, okay, defense. I really want to talk about the moment 
when the Amazons show up and um, I am a little bitch for any time that there's a battle and it's going poorly and then the reinforcements show up. I was listening to this in my car on my drive back to school and I was literally tearing up because I was like, this is so beautiful. I, I love it. I love it. It's great. And it reminds me specifically, I'm going to talk for a second about something that Neve and Ava don't care about, but I'm sure a lo- a, 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 at least 50% of our listeners will understand. The, in Game of Thrones... I knew it! <laughs> the Battle of the Bastards, which is one of the best episodes of television ever. I also felt that. <laughs> Do you felt... You are shocked by that name. I mean, I'm not one of them, but I felt offended for them. Oh, because it's there's two two bastards. And oh, okay, and they fight each other. Well, they're both leading armies. So, but like the moment in in the Battle of the Bastards episode where John is leading the the Knights Watchmen and they're uh, being surrounded and they're dying, and then Sansa shows up with the Knights of the Vale and they come. And they rescue them, and they they um, slaughter uh, what's his name's army. What's, oh, what's his name? Uh, he flays people. Um, but it's just so good, and that is another moment that made me cry. That is similar to this moment, and I'm gonna now. I'm I'm going to flay uh, Neve and Ava because <laughs> <laughs> they're making fun of me that whole time. No, we were seeing Hamilton. Yeah, we were. We were mouthing we the literally Hamilton. mouthed from How Does a Bastard Orphan. So, like, then a hurricane came. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> we got really far. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me. Of course. I think I like Game of Thrones. I think you would love Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is a show that's made for you. Yeah. Heavy violence. Excuse? Uh, heavy <laughs> violence, scary. Oh, I think we're playing. I love heavy violence. No, I just can't like should I get a T-shirt? But it does look like a good show. It's a very good show. Anyone who likes Percy Jackson would like Game of Thrones. What if I started tonight? You should. Mm, No, I have to finish Maisel season four. Mm, The night is young. (laughs) The night is young. We'll see. It is ten p.m. Ava. Yeah, young night. That's true. Young night Ava. Um. So, I liked. The okay, so I have a complicated relationship with the idea that consuming media concerning war and violence desensitizes you to that. Um, I don't necessarily believe that that's true because I think there is a significant difference in the physiological reaction of like seeing that shit happen in real time and to you or to someone you care about versus seeing it through the established like lack of reality that like a screen or like a page provides however I think they did such a good job like not making this war scene too gory while at the same time like for those people who may be affected by that but at the same time giving it the complexity that war actually like entails you know what I mean like I think that it a lot of thought was given to how many like mini battles and things are happening at once because um, that's constantly happening I think in, in war people think about like two sides fight um, 
but in reality it's like I don't know there are so many smaller battles that can almost be deemed as important if not more important so I think that um, really positive attention was given to that um, and I think it was in a way that didn't like fetishize or like I don't know like overdo the concept of a war I thought it was very respectful and like yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, as these books progress, Rick gets better at writing battle sequences. I agree. Uh, The battle sequences in Battle of the Labyrinth and The Last Olympian, while fun, are kind of messy and unrealistic and, like, have Mm. a lot of pacing issues. Like, the Battle of New York is very strangely paced for a yeah. siege. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought this was a very well-written battle sequence that paid a lot of attention, especially especially seeing that difference between a battle that is like a, a Roman battle versus we've been seeing Greek battles and establishing yeah. the difference there and establishing yeah. a lot of the organization, um, that there's more organization to like flanks and... Uh, different how the cohorts are broken up and how that changes and develops um over the course of the battle and how there it's a battle is waged on different fronts um i I thought that was established very well yeah i agree that was my primary um takeaway from that offense factor yeah i mean it also factors in interesting at the end when you know, like, as a reader of the entire series and the book before this, you're like, I feel like Rick is conditioning you to be like, well, obviously, the Romans are overreacting a little bit. And, like, octa- like they're all being, like, a little dramatic about all this. When, it, when, like, in the ending scene. And it's like, let's think critically. They were just attacked. Like, brutally attacked. And a giant warship of people who they understand to be their enemies is flying in. And this guy's like, trust guys, it's fine. Like, it definitely is like, you know, you you as a reader understand that they're not going to be violent. But it, it does look, like, pretty suspicious. Yeah, and it's also like, historically, the Romans were in a very centralized location to get attacked. Like, I very much understand... Well, the okay, the broader idea behind their knee-jerk reactions to things. Um, like, I don't necessarily think that that idea in concept is unreasonable. Like, for like yeah. a port and for a nation that is so like central to like like seaports and uh, like channels of attack. Like, it just makes so much sense to me why they were so willing to be aggressive. Um, and so I, yeah. But I think Rick good, did a good amount of writing, like Percy doing, like providing solid proof that they were, you know, like being at, adi- like adequately convincing them out of it. You know, like it didn't. It took Percy like a lot of work to be like, trust it's gonna be okay. Like you don't need to be ready to fight. Like they'll be good. You know. Yeah. Even if the readers are, like, kind of predisposed to be, like, they shouldn't be so worried. It's, like, they, they have reason to be worried. It's a giant, powerful warship. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The moment with Mars 
Yes. Yeah. That was kind of sick. Like I don't. <laughs> like I can weave in defense in some way. I promise. I'll find. I'll find a way. I think it's. Oh, okay. Here we go. I think it's interesting that a god who cares so deeply and very clearly about his reputation um, and his image would go to defend someone who's not a god in a way so like presentational and almost like feminine coded as gifts because I think like gifts in society can easily be tied into like whatever it's confusing being a woman um but um I don't know I just thought it was really interesting and showed a lot of cool character development um thought he kind of gave gift yeah and thinking about gods, I also thought Terminus is interesting. And, like, as thinking about defense, like, he is a god of boundaries and about defense. Like, his job is to protect um, New Rome and protect um, the camp. And I think that his, his commitment to rules is interesting. And, like, the idea that rules are to defend a way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... The idea that if when you break rules, you are uh, damaging a way of life, and like the way that cultural rules are and legal rules are built in defense of culture, not just always safety, is very interesting. But like, part of it is safety because, like, the idea that there's no weapons beyond the Pomerian line, mm-hmm. like, they're not allowed, and even through a battle, he is enforcing this rule because he's trying to... He thinks the rule will defend the, like, systems that are in place, but it might not actively... It might be actively more harmful in the end. And, like, in the end, Terminus uh, ends up helping, and, like, that's fine. But it's just interesting that, like, that commitment to, to rules in the, the, like, name of defense... Mm-hmm. I agree. I tried to, um, I read Pomerian the first time that I read it, but I You're tried Pomeranian? to... Pomeranian? No, I tried to talk myself out of it, and I was like, why can't it be Pomeranian? I like it as Pomeranian. The, the line of Pomeranians? Just think about that. No weapons past this line of tiny little fluffy dogs. <laughs> I'm just thinking about a line of them right now. <laughs> Pomeranian, though. There's so many in a row. <laughs> it sounds like we should move to the, the, the south. <laughs> Pomeranian, line. It's a new band name, I call it. Yeah. New band name, Pomeranian Line. Yeah. All the... It's a choice. Choices. Choices. Um... I keep forgetting when I open the book that there's um, an index in the back. Or not an index, what is it? Oh, a glossary? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very helpful. I remember reading this for the first time and really needing that. Yeah. That's fair. Um, my moment is right after uh, Frank shows the book that he got in the note from Mars. And it's... <laughs> Wow, Percy handed back the book. Maybe Mars is different than Aries. I don't think Aries can read. <laughs> That's good. I forgot about that. 
Mine is um, about Percy's dream. Uh, he dreamed he was carrying Juno across the little t- Tiber. She was disguised as a crazy old bag lady, smiling and singing an ancient Greek lullaby as her leathery hands gripped Percy's neck. Do you still want to slap me, dear? She asked. Percy stopped midstream. He let go and dumped the goddess in the river. That's funny. I like that one. <laughs> um, mine is on 45. The fir- fourth cohort was still surrounded by Cyclops. Even Hannibal the Elephant was having a hard time wading through so many monsters. His black Kevlar armor was ripped so that his label just said Ant. <laughs> ant was good. I did like ants. And it's the fact that Ant is in a different font, too. And is smaller, but is in all caps. Ant. I really liked it. Humor. Slay. All right. Who are our offerings for this week? We have two rounds of offerings, of course, because it is the final chapters so we'll do uh full offerings and votes off for the chapter and then go back and do for the entire book okay Okay. i have my offering queen hella slay i love her she's simply a bad bitch that's it i'm giving it to percy yeah he is the son of neptune he is. Damn, that's true. Well, <laughs> he just does very good in these chapters. It, it do be very true. He sword. just does very good in these chapters. Mine is for Reyna because... Mm. I mean, maybe it shouldn't be because it's kind of a stupid decision to let the Greeks in, but I, mm. res- I like a lot that she, like, her respect for the rules and her respect for her, her own word... That she's like, I said I, w- I would yeah. uh, respect what you said, and so I'm going to listen to you. Don't fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. She's so cool. Who do we vote off for these chapters? I'm going to go with Octavian. I'm gonna oh, me too. Third. He's just really annoying. He's he didn't even do asshole. anything like totally out of... Line, yeah, just really like, just being. was annoying, and like it would just like, like the camera would just pan to him so he could do something annoying, and then it would move on. You know, like he would never do anything that was detrimental. This, this uh, like uh, section, but he was definitely just uh, an irritation. Well, when Percy's arm got branded, he was like, mm, "I hope that hurt." I was like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. It's like just like just annoying just at every wrong. turn. Yeah, and he just like is described as having. A lot of potential to become really bad. Yeah. You know, with the whole like prophecy thing. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think so. Um Okay, what are our offerings for the entire book? Raina. Hands fucking down. Curly was locked and loaded. Favorite bitch. Barely in the book. (laughs) She was in the book. She was so She was in the book. She was so in the book. She just wasn't on the quest. Who cares? That's fair. I don't. She's such a bad bitch. She is a bad bitch. Mine's for Hazel. Fair. We're giving them to our little favorites. And we are. I'm gonna. This is the one I'm gonna give it to Percy because he's the son of Neptune. He is. And it was nice. It was lovely to have him back. It was. It was. It was really lovely. As we've said before on this podcast, it is truly like clear 
who Rick is comfortable writing for. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I also just really know that he's probably going to be back on his his bullshit bullshit in the next couple books um so well this is just a good book for him overall and honestly i thought about giving one to rick because i it's it's a good book excellent one excellent novel yeah Um, excellent novel so true but we should not be rewarding (laughs) consistently just like good writing yeah but trust you know in case he's listening In case he's in case still he's listening to this book after we've trashed him after after Lost Hero, if he can, yeah, if he continued to God. listen past Lost Hero, we're sorry that that book was so bad. But <gasps> now, now this one was really good, so you've made up for it. Yeah, it was really good. It's such a good time. Who do we vote off for the entire book? Octavian. Bold. He's a dick. I respect it. I hate him. Stupid boy. Stupid, Stupid boy, boy and I need him. <laughs> um, I'm going to vote off J.K. Rowling. Fair. For not writing a better... Slay. For, like, for specifically because Rick book. does not write diversity perfectly at all. I will put that out there. But he gave it such an effort and, yeah. like, makes, like, stumbles, but, like, is committed to learning and has a commitment to doing well. And you start to see that in the Heroes of Olympus series, and it just gets better as it goes on. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to vote off someone who has never had any of those commitments and has doubled down on being an awful person. The literal closest that she got like in being successful in diversity I think was an accident where um where like Hermione could be black well that but also in Deathly Hollows, um where they were talking about Norbert the dragon and then one of them was like oh actually she goes by Norberta now and then um Hagrid's like she's a girl and then um and then I forget who was taking care of her was like oh yeah turns out she's really vicious so that means she's a girl I was like okay I was like, <laughs> so close, JK. <laughs> so close, um, but JK. JK. Yeah. Yeah. My vote off is for, can't remember her name, but the bitch who was going to fight Queen Hila like all the time, like multiple times because she was never going to die. What was her name? What? Oh, oh, Trera? Yeah. Because. That, oh yeah that remained in my mind throughout the whole rest of the book and finally getting a conclusion on that at the end of it I was like what an evil person yeah like this big conspiracy to just fight this girl forever and it doesn't even matter if you die because you're just gonna get right back up again because death is not in play right now I get knocked out then I get up again <laughs> and they're never gonna keep me down I get knocked out but I get up again. So that's my vote off. Cause that is sinister. Yeah, no kidding. All right. All right. Those are the totals, and I'm go- I'm gonna read our our uh, tally. Yay! As of now, so let me t- turn the computer away from you guys, so so, so this can. We'll just uh, close our eyes. Yeah. So. Tied for the the lowest place, 
uh, with one offering each. We have uh, Camp Jupiter, Fair. Uh, Sammy, Gwen, Annabeth, Grover, neither in this book, neither Ella, in this book. Thanatos, Orion, Hera, Leo, oh no, not Leo, sorry, Nico. Okay. Um, with two votes, Tyson and Iris. With three, Sally and Hilla. Sally not at all in this book. <laughs> we really were just like, she's probably more. We just love her. Um, tied for third place, we have Raina. Third? Frank. Rick Riordan. And uh, Frank's grandma. She came in third? Frank did not deserve... Frank deserved to be a little higher than that. Mother of... The, they're all third place. That's true. Second place is Hazel okay. with seven. And Percy, I think perhaps for the first time, swung first. I worked with No, ass he off definitely to did in last, Oli- in last Olympian, right? Maybe. I think so. Maybe. Are you kidding, Rand? Someone would know. He did good. Frank did good. He got eight. I worked so hard to put that bitch up there. <laughs> she was only in like a couple. T- I love her. She is who I want to be. You did the best you could. You did the best you could. We really respected. But Sorry. I think it makes sense that Percy is the front because you know this book has incredibly high stakes, but he's just someone we already know. Yeah, so we were like, oh, bestie. Yeah. Yeah. Bestie Percy. Bestie Percy. Uh, with votes off. Yes. Tied for last place. Kind of awful, but not too awful. The gods. <laughs> Just all of them. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Hera. Alcyonius. Thanatos. The Griffin. Spino. Polybides. Mars. Frank. Jeff Bezos. Harpies, not Ella. Phineas, Barley. Frank's stick. Dawn the Fawn. <laughs> and the gold bar that trips Hazel. Period. That was me. <laughs> um, with two votes off, Thanos. That was me. Not Thanatos, just Thanos. Yeah, I know what I did. Uh, <laughs> grandmother. Uh, with three votes each. Tied for third worst. Uh, Rick Byron, Uriel, Gia, and Hades slash Pluto. Um, in second place for the worst person in Rick Riordan's Son of Neptune is J.K. Rowling. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Right where she she has come up multiple times. And... For the worst person in this book, with a whopping 14 votes off, is Octavian. (laughs) Period. Who cares about the actual villains of this story when there's an annoying kid pissed on? (laughs) Alright, and we'll do do a, like, cliff cliff note edition of, like, the the total series um, Mm -hmm. status, where we land. Um, What do we want, like, top five? Sure. Okay. Um, so, I'll do top five votes off. Top five votes off are, let me do this math real quick. Dermal, please. Okay, there's a lot of tied places. So, in fifth place, tied, we have Uriel, 
Drew Tanaka, Zeus, Gia. Gia only only in fifth place. Uh, Hades slash Pluto. In fourth place, we have Miss Taylor Swift for votes off. Um, and J.K. Rowling. Why did we vote her off? We have voted her off both books for different reasons. Um, <laughs> Tied for, for third place, Chiron slash The Institution. Mm-hmm. And Us. Yeah, <laughs> um, Tied for second is Octavian, Rick, and Jason, all with 14. <laughs> and Hera is in the lead with 15. Oh. Well, she did some... She did some bad things no, in this book. She did some bad things Shit. in this book. Yeah. Aw. Early. It's okay. Redemption arc. Hera redemption arc. She'll come back swinging. Yeah. And then... Wait, that's wrong. Slay. Oh. oh no. That it something got messed up and she got the same um uh like got put in the same column as Octavian. So Hera actually only has two votes off. Oh, okay, that's what Total, I thought. I was surprised. I was so surprised. I was like, that's wrong. Yeah. No, um Jason, Rick, and Octavian are in the, the lead with 14. Oh, okay, good. I was like, whoa, okay, Jason. that's wrong. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's what I thought. Okay. For total offerings for best, here is correct. In fifth place is Hera. Yeah. With six point five. Okay. In fourth place is Hazel with seven. In third place, barely inching out Hazel is Leo with seven point five. Oh. In second place is Percy with nine. And still with a huge strong lead that will only get stronger, our girl Piper with 13.5. Queen. I would like to see her again. That's it. And with that, folks, that is all for this week. Join us next week where we will be watching Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Yes, 1984. I get... get confused because of Taylor Swift. Um, Wonder Woman 1989. <laughs> Me? Make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a Redbubble store and a coffee account and a website. www.returntocamp.com Well, well, She's not smoking today. Disappointing. Out the window. Get yourself in smoking out the window. How could you do this to me? I did start recording already. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>